and that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Wherever you're listening, whether it's on terrestrial radio or as a podcast around the world, we couldn't be more grateful to have you here with us. Now, today I'm bringing on Dorothy Keith. Today we're talking about our own seven-day keto experience. Now, that's something that we don't exactly teach or 100% believe in. So I wanted to be clear with that from the get-go and let you know that we've decided to to do this because so many people have been asking our perspective and our thoughts on what we think of this keto diet that's on fire right now. Seems like everyone's trying some recipes, if not trying to get into ketosis themselves. So Dorothy and I decided to do this experiment so we could properly recommend what we're going to do or what our clients and customers might think about doing regarding ketosis. So that is the very basics of what's going on. I'm bringing on Dorothy Keith. You've heard her before if you listen to this show. She's an absolute pleasure to have on. We always have great conversations. Dorothy helps facilitate our monthly membership group. She does the meal planning, recipes, and grocery shopping list. She does some one-on-one consulting. And she also has her own Facebook live show called Cooking with Dorothy. And you can find that at trueformlife.com. Sorry, facebook.com slash trueformlife. So this is going to be a jam-packed show on how our own experiences have changed our perspective on the keto diet. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host... Drew Tadia. All right, so as I as you heard in the introduction, we've got Dorothy Keith with us here. It's always a pleasure to have her share her expertise and insights with us. So thanks so much for being here with us, Dorothy. It's always fun coming on, Drew. Thanks for having me. I'm ready to dive in and rock this show. <laughs> All right. So we decided to do the seven-day keto challenge and for me i suppose it was important so we could have a proper perspective for for clients and customers what did you think about the beginning of this keto challenge it was hard (laughs) (laughs) i think we should start drew by talking about it was actually a three-day keto fest which turned into a seven-day challenge so should we start there Yeah, that'd be a good place to start. And maybe if you don't mind, I'll start off by saying the reason why this was interesting to me, I want to give proper credit. Tim Ferriss, I'm a a fan and follower of Tim Ferriss, and one of the first business books I read was called The 4-Hour Workweek. And from there, I've read The 4-Hour Body, The 4-Hour Chef, and now he's created this book called The Tools of the Titans. And I really enjoy it. One of my favorite books, and they're talking about him and Dom who created the keto diet i suppose they're talking about all the different benefits there are to living a ketosis living having your body in ketosis i suppose and that's why it kind of treat intrigued me and that's why i thought we should do this together especially for our clients and customers who are asking us all these questions 
Yeah, I have to be honest and say that it didn't totally interest me right at first because I believe in eating carbs. <laughs> and I wasn't so sure that that was a direction that I wanted to go in. But you're right, Drew, when you said that we got lots of questions in, of people asking us, what about this keto thing? Do you recommend it? And Drew and I, we don't recommend anything we haven't tried ourselves. <laughs> and we don't recommend things that we don't do. That's right. So it was important to me to give it a go, give it a shot, and so that we could recommend or give our opinions on the topic because without having gone through it ourselves, I didn't feel that we would be informed enough to talk about the subject. Right, and it's much different than doing research or finding other people's perspective as opposed to actually going through it yourself. Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just that Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. Yes, so that's why we decided to do the seven days. Now, we understand that seven days is a short amount of time to have your body in ketosis. We also know that it's challenging to get your body in ketosis. That's why we followed this unique kind of structure that Tim and Dom kind of, I'm not sure if they created it together, but they've done different fasts themselves. So Dorothy and I wanted to try this three-day fast, and all we could really consume was MCT oil and coconut oil and a lot of walking in gallons of water. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why in the beginning I said it was hard because Drew and I have very fast metabolisms and we eat every couple hours. And after doing the research about what it would take to do this three-day fast, Drew looks at me and says, well, what are we eating? And I said, nothing. There is no food on this three-day fast. MCT oil was something that was new to us, the powder. And uh, just MCT oil and the coconut oil, you know, it was tough. Yeah, it was super challenging. I think it was more mentally challenging than anything. So what we did was we took three days and we said, the, let's say on the Thursday, for example, the Thursday we had a low calorie, sorry, a low carbohydrate meal. Yeah, I believe we had a salad, right? A monster salad on that night, on the Thursday night. Without the quinoa we'd usually have or beans. That's right. So we had the monster salad on a Thursday night to get our body quicker into ketosis because we were fasting as as we do when we sleep we don't have any we don't have any food that's why you your breakfast is actually breaking a fast so we had that we had that recommended low carb meal in the evening and then what was recommended was to get up and walk as soon as you got up in the morning grab as much water as you could we grabbed a gallon of water each and we started walking it's recommended to walk for four hours to get your body so and this is all to get your body in ketosis as quickly as possible 
So that's what we did. That's right. And within that time as well, within 30 minutes of waking up, you have your MCT oil, you grab your water, and away you go a-walking. That's right. So, and we walked and walked. So we're in the beach area, we're at Redondo Beach, and we're, and we're very fortunate to have a lot of walking area. And we ended up walking a bit longer. That was probably a mistake. <laughs> Although it could have helped get our bodies in quicker ketosis because it yeah. didn't take us too long. Yeah, it's hard to say. But we walked the first day for six hours. Yes. It was a lot of walking. But that evening, when we checked our ketosis level, we were both in ketosis by that evening. Very light. Very light Light. ketosis. Yeah. And what we did was we had we got these pee sticks to be honest with you and uh, that's what that's how we could tell if we were in proper ketosis or not and that's how we track so that first evening we were very light ketosis and then as the days the other two days went on we, it got darker and darker so which means we were in more of a ketosis state now from there we walked then the second day we walked a bit less maybe we walked two or three hours because i was actually sore from walking that long if you could imagine i actually did some surfing that day and it was super hot so we were pretty exhausted and we didn't have any food in our system and that was i suppose the first day that we didn't like we didn't think it was going to be that bad actually getting through the first day we thought that would be the worst day and that's uh, actually wasn't even the beginning of our challenges. The first day was the easiest day when we compared all three <laughs> days because throughout the whole day, we alternated every few hours between MCT oil and coconut oil. And that's it other than our water. That's all we had. At the end of the day, though, we did reward ourselves with some sea snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not sure what sea snacks are, they're, they're basically seaweed. They're these little tiny thin strips, flavored strips of seaweed, nori seaweed, right? They're delicious to me. (laughs) Dorothy really enjoys them and I really dislike them. But it was kind of, it was the only thing recommended in the book, which we were following here. Again, that's Tools of the Titans. And we decided that um, that was going to be a reward as recommended. So we didn't have any food substance at all besides what you Dorothy just mentioned. So that was all we basically had to look forward to at the end of the day. And it was quite interesting, our approach to eating the sea snacks. <laughs> my approach was grab it and shove that sheet of sea snacks in my mouth. <laughs> and Drew was a bit more... Well, how would you call your approach, Drew? I don't know. It was just different. I really enjoyed savoring, and I took little nibbles of it, <laughs> and I enjoyed each tiny bite, and Dorothy, like, swallowed hers in, like, four seconds. <laughs> it's true. So, all right. So, from there, and I, and so from there, that's, I mean, basically, that's where we were at, and we worked hard to get our bodies in ketosis. We drank a gallon of water each day for the three days, and then at the end of the third day, we were starving, obviously. Or clearly, we're, our bodies were starving. We were so hungry. We both went through some mental fog, which was um, noted that that would happen. And I suppose the second day, I should mention that we were so hungry. We, we like woke up in the middle of the night starving. That was the <laughs> night of day two. Yeah. Yeah. So we were starving day two, and we were actually considering not pushing through and getting through the three days. And we ended up taking some MCT oil and then fell asleep, fortunately. Then when we got up, we kind of powered through. We pushed through the day. We actually had some sea snacks in the afternoon or at noon for like a lunch. And it's basically like eating air, a little bit flavored air. And then from there, we had a, a really light dinner 
to break the fast. Yeah, there's all different kinds of recommendations on how to break your fast. But in the book, we just followed their suggestion and they just mentioned that to them or through their experience, it really, there wasn't one clear cut way to break the fast. Drew and I wanted to do do something light on our bellies because it had been three days since we hadn't eaten. So we went with some scrambled eggs, avocado and salsa, something that would digest quickly and wouldn't be too heavy and hard to digest that's right and that was that was pretty easy it didn't take long to prepare because we were starving and then we didn't have any digestion issues or any other issues because we had like a huge pizza cheeseburgers any other thing that people sometimes have because they're starving can't wait to have in whatever possible yeah and that's not something we would normally consume either so for us it wouldn't have made sense to have that for breaking a fast meal <laughs> right and that that brings into a nice brings us into a nice segue into the seven day keto challenge since our bodies were in ketosis we wanted to see what it was like to spend a week in ketosis and it was important to us to stay away from the things that we wouldn't normally consume so for example like you look you everyone i'm sure at least at this point everyone sees it all over their news feeds like we don't eat like giant chunks of cheese for example or we don't eat cheeseburgers wrapped in lettuce you know regardless and we didn't feel like that was something that we wanted to do just because we were on this type of diet for a short amount of time yeah and you know the meat there there was meat protein which we don't consume a lot of so that was something that was different for us but it was important for us to still stick to chicken and fish which we normally do so we didn't consume any red meat or any pork or anything like that which we don't normally have because we don't normally have those things so we stuck to the proteins the meat proteins that we would consume we just don't consume them on such a regular basis. So that was a bit different for us to be consuming chicken and turkey and fish every day. Right. So the thing is, is that ketosis diet is 80% fat and then, right, was 80% of your diet? Well, when I was looking up on it, I believed Drew, that it's about 70% fat and then about 20% protein and 10% carbs okay so that's kind of where we were at that's what our goal when we were working towards and so we had quite a bit more meat than we usually have we mainly have a plant-based diet so we have meat a couple times a month so the increase of meat was a lot for us something that was hard to deal with as environmental type of people was the extra waste that comes in meat so there's lots of plastic and styrofoam. It was a bit shocking, actually, because we do eat, like Drew said, such a plant-based diet. And all of the packaging, we normally don't take the trash out very often because all of our food waste goes in the compost. But we had to take our trash out every couple of days because of all of the extra packaging, packaging. especially coming from me. And then we're not styrofoam or plastic people. So we try to avoid that. And it was very apparent the increase of garbage and trash we did have from having more meats in the house. That's right. And the other, so the other thing we should mention is that we had a ton of avocado for our fats. Usually the keto diet recommends different types of fats, like different types of saturated fats. And butter is one of them. Coconut oil is one of them. Saturated fats from meats. And we were... Dairy as well. Yeah, dairy was a big, big one. Big one to get your fats in or your daily fats in, which of course we mentioned we weren't going to be consuming dairy because that's not something that we do on a regular basis. So we didn't want to just start consuming dairy because we were doing seven days of keto. 
Right, which made it a bit more challenging to get to those percentages to be to be in order to stay in that keto the, ketosis state. Yeah, that's right, and that's why we decided that avocado was <laughs> gonna have to be amped up. <laughs> so we ate a ton of avocado throughout the week. Like we probably, I don't know how much we had, way too much, way more, way more than we would normally consume just to get that fat, fat consumption in. Mm-hmm. And then we had coconut oil and avocado oil, nuts, seeds. To, to implement the fat le- content or level that we needed. That's right. So that so that's basically where we were at and why we, we decided. One of the things that I, I did want to mention is that, like for us and our standpoint, I think that there is there isn't one cookie cutter approach for anyone. And the same thing, like when I was reading about ketosis and Dorothy and I were studying about it, and actually Dom was mentioned this himself, the creator of ketosis. He said that this isn't for everyone. And we've all I think we've all heard horror stories of people losing their hair or going through liver failure or damage. And for us, like for me, I didn't really enjoy it. I felt like I was hungry often. And uh, Dorothy was a bit easier for Dorothy, but we'll let you get into that in a second. I just wanted to mention that it's not, I suppose it's just not for everyone. And the reason we wanted to try it was because not only because of the benefits and research we found, but because of our clients asking us all these questions and, and customers, because everyone has been asking about it. Now, the other thing was, is how the ketosis diet originated from. It originated from... Now, help me out here, Dorothy. This is a difficult word for me. Children and their... Epilepsy. Thank you. <laughs> Children and their epilepsy. They had less seizure. That's the word. Seizures. Seizures. <laughs> they had less seizures when they were in a ketosis state. Now, that translated to adult, more so adults trying this as well and finding a ton of health benefits. So again, that's why we wanted to try this because we do understand that there are benefits, although we, I think we both feel like at times these types of things can be abused, like just for weight loss, for example, and not paying attention to what you're putting in your body. So like we can look at something as easy as orange cheese and they like baked cheese, for example. So get as much dairy in as possible because you can have dairy, you want to get a high fat content, but you're not paying attention to the quality of nutrients you're putting in your body. Yeah, and you you know, you want to get, if you are consuming dairy, you'll want to make sure, for example, that it's a white cheese or a good quality yogurt instead of just buying the cheapest one on the shelf for the fat content. And the same goes for your quality of meat. You know, it would be important for us to buy you know a good quality organic grass-fed meat as opposed to buying something cheap right and it i think it kind of gets masked that just because you need a bunch of fats or because you can have this stuff that you wouldn't normally consume it gets masked that you're not paying attention to the quality of food so you see pictures all over social media of people eating these things and you're like oh my gosh what are you putting in your body but they're losing a bunch of weight and like that's great but it's i still have the standpoint up just because you're losing weight doesn't mean it's healthy so we have to pay attention to the quality of nutrients that we're putting in our body yeah, the processed foods as well as what we already mentioned with the dairy and the meat. That's right. 
So what was the biggest challenge for you? I mentioned that I did feel hungry most of the time. Once again, I do understand that seven days is a short period of time. That's as long as I was willing to commit to it because again, this is a, a stretch from our lifestyle and the way we teach of balanced macronutrients. So that was probably the biggest challenge for me, Dorothy. Did you have one that you mentioned or noticed? Well, I didn't feel hungry like Drew had had mentioned that he felt hungry throughout the day. I didn't really feel that hungry, to be honest. I feel like the fats were, I guess, satisfying <laughs> my, my needs hunger-wise. But I didn't enjoy eating that much meat, for example. It was difficult for me. And just because I suppose we're not used to it, but the taste and it just wasn't something that I enjoyed. And I also didn't feel, you had mentioned earlier, Drew, about a brain fog. I didn't feel energized like I do normally throughout the day. And and we work out every day. And throughout my workouts and our runs, I didn't feel like I had as much oomph as I normally do. And I believe that could translate to no carbs because my body is fueled and gets its energy from carbs is what I learned through the process. Complex carbs. Complex carbs, right. The, the good carbs. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that, so that was something I noticed as well. I wasn't, I didn't have that like especially before a workout for example i wasn't energized or i didn't feel like i had sustainable energy i noticed that mostly during runs so our runs are long would be a longer workout than a resistance training for example or high intensity so the longer runs i was definitely more exhausted but before the run was over like i didn't have that energy to go you know go and push through and finish that was just something that I felt. Now you, now you guys might find something else different or different reactions in your body, but that was something that definitely stood out to me. And Drew and I went into this with already, you know, healthy habits, healthy diet or healthy eating, if you'd like to say. So I wonder too, Drew, if maybe some of our changes weren't as drastic because of that. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that so one of the things that people often say is the mental clarity. Like, I can't believe the mental clarity I have without having carbs. And I mean, both of us, we eat quite well and we exercise very often. So we neither of us got that mental clarity. Did you? No, I didn't experience mental clarity. And I found it interesting because through our research, it had kept coming up, you know, increased mental clarity, increased mental clarity. So I was kind of looking forward to that. And then I experienced the opposite. I experienced a lot of mental fog to the point where sometimes Drew was talking to me and I was not tuned in. <laughs> and then some, so people say like you do get that fogginess within the first week or so, but when your body's trying to get in ketosis, but we kind of fast-tracked that through our three-day fast. So we went through the fogginess, and then we were okay. You know, we were okay, but we never got that mental clarity. And I was kind of looking forward to it as well. I was like, what is this going to feel like? Like an eye-opening experience. And I think that because we live a healthy lifestyle so often, we don't have those sugars going through our body and processed foods and low-quality breads. So that we don't have like that weight and that fog regularly so we there was no extra clarity there's no extra boost in energy it was just 
different for us. I had these visions of, you know, being a working machine because I had so much mental clarity. <laughs> had these visions of myself at the computer, just like working away and getting all, being all, all efficient. And I think that was just something that I had worked up and, and the expectation didn't align with the reality on that one. That's true. I feel the same way. So that, I mean, that basically, that was our experience. Like for us, we still, like we wanted to give it a good shot at it. I think seven days is uh, still a good effort. We both understand that that's a short amount of time. Some people say you should be in it for 30 days and before you see the benefits. But I mean, that's that's where we're at and that's why we wanted to give it a shot. For us, I think both of us are on the same page for eating all your macronutrients in a balanced diet. Is that what you rec- would recommend, Dorothy? Definitely. My, I know myself that I need carbs. And we talked earlier about complex carbs. So the quinoas and the brown rice and oats. And I feel that everybody's body is differently as well, works differently as well. So I know about myself that I need a balance of all my macros because that is how I work the most efficiently. Yeah, that's right. And that's not to say like we're not here to say don't try ketosis or don't do it or don't put your body on it regularly. Like I had an interview with uh, Tom King not too long ago. Great interview. He chooses to live a, a life in ketosis for years now and he feels that's the best way his body functions and I think that we have to find what's best for us and for Dorothy and myself we basically put ourselves through this so we could have our own experience and our own perspective for when someone comes and asks us questions and I think we did a pretty good job of being open-minded and understanding that this could work or could be better or it might not so those are that's basically our perspective when we put ourselves through the seven days yeah i didn't feel comfortable talking about the keto subject without being informed and without having gone through it myself and that's one tip i'd like to put out there is to inform yourself before you try anything and that's not just the keto diet that's with anything that you're trying but if you are thinking about going keto for example make sure that you inform yourself and do your research before you jump in don't just jump in because you hear i'm gonna drop a bunch of weight or i'm gonna have all these these different experiences really um, do your own research and make sure that it's a good choice for you. Yeah, and just before we let you go here, Dorothy, I did want to mention that trying different recipes and trying different meals, and, and for you, you created a whole meal plan around this keto diet I thought was pretty cool. So changing your everyday and looking at different ways and different angles, like for us, it just opens up our perspective and our vision and gives us different ways to help someone that might have some questions. And that was one of my favorite parts about the the seven day, <laughs> gone keto seven days, was the creation of the meal plan. So I took all of our research and put it together into a meal plan that would fit us. You know, no dairy, no red meat, no pork. And it was fun. I had a lot of fun researching different recipes and putting together different things that would work for us. And it gave me a new inspiration. So even trying something different was beneficial in that way because we learned so much. 
Yeah, for sure. Anytime you do something different, like, so if you want to give this a try, take something out of it, learn something from it. If you decide it's not long term for you, then move on and try something else. But take your experiences with you because for us, we have new meals now and we have new ideas. And for me, you know, so I don't know why I feel guilty about this. Maybe because we're always talking about plant based and we don't eat a lot of meat. But for me, I really, I found out I really enjoyed baked bacon. Turkey bacon. <laughs> baked turkey mm -hmm. bacon. So that was one of the things that uh, Dorothy was putting in the meal plan and created for us for the seven days. And I haven't had it in a long time. And I realized, or I f kind of forgot how much I enjoyed it. So maybe that's something that we'll implement implement on a regular basis, maybe a couple times a month, for example, for something different on the weekend. Yeah, it wouldn't be an everyday thing, but a treat now and then, you know, every other weekend or something like that might be something nice, right? Yeah, so again, you can always take away something, you can always learn something, and you can see how your body reacts under different states. So we would rec probably recommend giving it a shot, doing your research and seeing if that's something that could, would work for you. And if it doesn't, then then go back to what, what what you found was working for you because for us, we found something a little bit different, but maybe you'll find something different in your life. And it reaffirmed for us that we do need our balance of macros <laughs> as well. So it reaffirmed that for us and to continue to teach what we teach. <laughs> All right, Dorothy, thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. My pleasure, Drew. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. I hope you enjoyed that interview, and I hope you could understand our perspective of what we're coming from. Basically, we were, were one type of people, a balance of macronutrients, living a healthy lifestyle, and we put ourselves through excuse me, a seven-day keto type of challenge after our three-day fast. It was just kind of funny because we're not exactly fast with quotations, fast type people. We believe in a lifestyle detox and we also believe in balance of macronutrients. The, we, the reason we did this is so we can help others understand more about it or so when people come and ask us questions, we can have a more of informed opinion and perspective. So that's where we're at with that. I hope you enjoyed it and let us know what you think or, or if that's something for you or if you found out that the keto whole, the whole keto thing is not. I'm going to leave you with that. Once again, thanks to Dorothy for coming on. She's always an absolute pleasure with her wealth of knowledge and energy coming in on the show. We have more details at exploringmindandbody.com. If you ever miss a show, you can always go back and listen to past shows there. We also have a free 10-day fitness challenge at trueformlife.com. If you need to get uh, need a boost to get going in the right direction, head over to trueformlife.com and sign up for our 10-day fitness challenge. All body weight workouts, no equipment required, 20 minutes or less. Get in, get out, and get on with your day. We also have a free app that you can download on any Apple device. So head over to the Apple Store, download our show, and take us with you wherever you go. Once again, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Daddy, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.